What's up, movie fans and Netflix bingers? This is the Bros Who Binge Podcast. My name is Adam Schubert, and as always, I'm joined by Lyndon Burton. Lyndon, how are you doing this week? I'm doing well, man. Shout out, hey, real quick. Shout out to the, the new Bros Who Binge fans from YouTube, all the people that's checking out the award show. Doing well on YouTube, actually, like beating some of the award shows. So, bingers back on YouTube, baby. Check us out starting 2024. But doing well, uh, a lot to discuss. A lot, you know, a lot of fire shit's been happening. Uh, we're going to review Saltburn, going to talk Reacher. But man, oh, Invincible Reacher. didn't come back. No, it did not. But I mean, what, so... the, what the hell, bro? <laughs> they yeah. faked us out. They did fake us out, but it, it's fine. You know, Amazon's giving us Reacher right now. True. Uh, we're, about to, we're about to hit reality show heaven. Oh, um, yeah, with, yeah, like, thanks. With Love Island UK All-Stars and Bachelor and then Law and & Order and all of their stuff comes about next week. And that's something in my bag. But, you know, there's all sorts of oh, stuff. I still check out Law & Order. I don't watch it weekly like you, but like, I'll catch it, you know, but when then, the season ends and whatnot. But then Lyndon, just one month away, the Tokyo Vice is back. Bro, what a what a bomb. Like, I literally look at my phone and Super just text me, Tokyo motherfucking Vice. I was like, whoa, whoa. Boom, rest, ring the alarms. We're the only people ringing the alarm, but it's okay, baby. Tokyo motherfucking Vice hype. That's crazy that's dropping around the same time as Shogun. That's crazy. Right, yeah. Shogun is also in a month. So, that you know, crazy crazy that we're going to, you know, we may not be getting invincible, but we are going to get some really quality stuff. In to start the year, yeah. Of the year. Look, this year started off kind of crazy, bro. Just from, like, a movie standpoint, a pop culture standpoint. We had the Jonathan Majors interview. We had Cat Williams interview. Stephen A. Smith just did a rant on Jason Whitlock for 30 and gave him a <laughs> heater. That shit was crazy. Yeah, that was the, crazy. The year, is, the year is insane, man. So much wild shit has happened this year. And it's just yeah, starting. I mean, <laughs> not to mention, you know, the Gypsy Rose, Blanchard stuff. Jim, Jim, hey, she killing it, bro. I fuck with Gypsy, man. <laughs> she, she's going. I, I went when she started like doing all of her interviews and stuff. I was like, oh, she's reality show dynamite for the next th- five years. She's gonna have her own show. She's gonna be like, she, she said she wanted to go on Survivor. She might actually do it. Holy you know, shit! No, but you're she's right. She's killing it. Like literally, if you look at. The TikTok algorithms are like the official pages. She's going to a million plus faster than like any other any other person, bro. She's killing it. People, those women and people who watch the show with um whatever I can't think of that little girl's name. Bro. Joey King. Yeah, I always just Joey think, King. Joey I, King. Sorry. I always just think kissing game. But all the people who watch that show, the one about little Jip Jip, they were ready to follow her. They were ready, man. They were ready. And they threw that. They threw. And look, this is not me saying, I mean, look, I'm not dudes in jail. They Everybody threw that guy under the bus fast. <laughs> right. I was like, all right, I'm with y'all. I think, I, they threw I, him under the see, bus. <laughs> I, need to, I need to watch some of the stuff about it because, like, I'm really, like, I've come into the Gypsy Rose thing just, like, way behind. Like, I didn't, I never watched any of this stuff. So, like, when the stuff's coming out, I was like, I'm, and I'm listening and reading all the stuff. I'm like, wait, wait. So, like, this chick, like, planned, like, planned playing oh, yeah. to, to kill her mom. Like, oh, yeah. like she, she's a little crazy. Like, let's be real. Like, hey, her, like her mom's crazy, but but she's, she's a little, she's a little. In her defense, she was trying to escape her situation. 
but i just oh, no. didn't that's that's chill but i mean like you know because of all that she's you know she, she's still wild she's no for there. sure she's for wild. sure but, but that's I mean, why when i'm like I'm the boyfriend got life yeah. and she the jim jim out killing it i i and, and they said he manipulated but i don't i gotta rewatch the docs that i saw it's, or it's, in the tv it's probably show some of that. it probably, probably is that, but... But like you know, she had that independent. She wanted out too. So I mean, I you know, it. Hey. We'll see. It, it you know, but all I, I know, she's like, from Louisiana, and this shit is crazy to me, bro. <laughs> yeah, I think everything about it is crazy. I think you know, I you think saw the new boyfriend. So of her, you mean the husband? Yeah. Oh yeah, the new husband, not boyfriend. My got, yeah, you know, that, that stuff's wild. I, you know, put him on TLC. I'll watch. Put them there. And another we, thing that needs need... to go to TLC is the nine-month cruise. Get the cameras oh, yeah. in the nine-month cruise. <laughs> I, I was gonna. I was also gonna say, yeah, nine-month cruise. Let's stick uh, Gypsy Rose on the nine-month cruise. Mm, with, with, that'd be hard. With Anna, <laughs> with Anna Delvey from Advancing Anna. Oh, now you, you gonna they go? <laughs> I mean, I was gonna say they go kill them people on that boat. <laughs> Those two crazies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah so anyway you know we got a real fire show today lots of really fun things to talk about one thing i, I have to pull off my phone for dc that is not in our notes all right and all right. um and yeah a little bit of nod to Lyndon and his vanderpump love we'll get into that hey, a little the, bit later look vpr killing it i got in, let me just let you know final thing i got into two actually i'm gonna save one for movie on the rise i'm gonna tell you schubert you haven't experienced a, a great reality TV yet, goddammit. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. What I watched the other day, Schubert, my girlfriend put it on, and I always saw, heard of this network, but I laughed. I scoffed. Schubert, I watched this show from three. No, no, maybe that's, that's, too, that's too early. Let's say like five to ten at night straight. I told Curse I couldn't move. I was enthralled. It was reality TV goodness, baby. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you about it. That's my movie on the rise. It is. It's the best reality TV show. Like, and they tell you as a disclaimer, this shit is crazy. Viewer discretion is advised. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Wild. All right, but let's. After all that, we're going to talk about Saul Burn and we're going to talk about Reacher. So let's go ahead and jump right into it. So first story we have to talk about is Star Wars. Star Wars did a lot recently at a UK yeah, event where Kathleen Kennedy pretty much laid out the movie docket moving forward. And one of those things includes Jon Favreau and him directing the movie. The oh, shit. Okay, wait. See, I knew that part. I didn't know like the other stuff. All right, but wait, let me ask okay. you: Are you okay with this? Like, we've grown yeah. to love the Mando in this movie world. I mean, this TV atmosphere. Can he handle a movie? Him and Groves. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sure. But the problem is, is that Pedro Pedro really isn't playing that role. So, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, are we gonna call this Pedro Pascal is in the Mandalorian and Grogu when he may not even be on set? Mmm, facts. Hey, I, if I'm the dude under the thing, I'm kind of pissed. But he, I'll right. give it, I'll give him this. Whoever is under that motherfucker, he hasn't said nothing yet. Like, he's been very quiet. Like, he's been taking his licks. Like, 
People are always like, well, he, yeah, yeah, Pedro, great man, great Mando role, bro. And that guy's not saying anything. He must be getting paid handsomely to keep his oh, yeah. silence. Well, and he's like, you know, a classic stuntman. That's like their MO. True. You know, but he's true, probably true. he probably is getting getting the bag. For real. Yeah, he has to be because I'm I'm sure that's not Pedro under their body acting. I'm sure that's him. Oh yeah, no, like, that's him. We're only getting Pedro on face shots. And since the since our boy retook the oath, we're not getting no more face shots. <laughs> That's done. So like Pedro better come in for a face shot, or you know he yeah. he can't get, he can't get on the bill. But uh, no, so the Mandalorian Grogu would be cool. Uh, the my questioning thing with this is is that we also found out that Dave Filoni is going to film a kind of culmination event movie that we've all, we've known this coming for a while. Yeah. But like, where does John Favreau's movie fall into that timeline? So are we going to the next Mandalorian season? And then that leads to a movie that leads to another movie. Okay. So yeah. are we getting another Mandalorian season or is this the season? It's the yeah, movie, could, the season. That's what I, I thought when I read it. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess maybe that's what maybe the I feel like that it's everyone movie. thought was happening is now going to be this movie. The movie. I feel like it's movie. Oh, no, it's, it doesn't Ahsoka. OK, no, I feel this. This is about to go into production this before year, Ahsoka. So yeah. OK, so it's movie Ahsoka, then the final movie then probably. Yeah. OK, no, Ahsoka. I think Ahsoka is going to come first, but whatever. It's all going to be around that time. Gotcha. gotcha Ahsoka is going to have nothing to do with Mando. You don't think they're gonna be in the? I thought they're all gonna fight Thrawn at the end. Isn't that the big movie? They, they are, but like they, they have to get, they have to put their pieces over to where uh, they're gonna get the Thrawn, and then Mando has to get his pieces to where so, he's there. Gotcha. And that's probably gonna get explained in the movie. So yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess it's like an Infinity War situation, like this, the Mando and Grogu's Infinity War. And, it's finally coming together. I, I fucked with it. They did it a good job. As long as they can fucking close. They've done a good job building up everything from the TV side. Yeah, I think it's a good move, exciting move. Gets people back into the theaters, the Star Wars is the theater experience. And also so, to show how successful they are, how successful they were at doing this. Because let's say they packed the movie. Let's say they beat like a, a Star Wars movie, like box office, like a real Star Wars movie. That's a win, bro. That shows that. You can do this stuff on TV and it translates to the big screen. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's good. Yeah. Well, it's a good box office test. That's for sure. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Um, so, also, we found more information about Charmaine Obajinoy filming the Daisy Ray Ray, Daisy Ridley Ray movie. Um, so, we know that that's for sure happening. We've known for a little while about the talks, and Daisy Ridley said a lot of things about it. So, that's definitely going to happen. Oof. Um, and then James Mangold's movie is going to be about the dawn of the Jedi. Ooh, okay, okay. Hype for that. Oh, yeah, I forgot he wanted, like, the caveman Jedi. <laughs> yeah, well, what was funny is I heard, I saw a report where David, <coughs> or Benioff and Weiss had also said that they were going, they had pitched this and didn't get it. Hmm. So I think, like, you know, Mangold may just have, like, the best oh. idea on, on how this we is know. <laughs> We know what Benioff and Weiss did. They t they thought they were slick. They took legends and brought it in. As <laughs> we know what we know what those guys did. <laughs> um, so moving on to Star Wars, let's talk about Marvel real quick. Oh wait, does it say Filoni's doing the New Republic? Is that happening too? Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like that's the culmination event where the oh, mixes, I thought that was a different project. No, oh. it's they, oh, they you mean the new. Yeah. 
Republic. Yeah. Okay, I thought you meant the- like the high. I was thinking High Republic for some. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, never mind. The New Republic. But uh, let's move into Marvel. Another bad news for Marvel. Stevie Wynn no longer involved in Thunderbolts. Uh, Marvel never officially confirmed that he was cast. So it's unclear whether he the role is being rethought or recast. They're recasting it. I mean, like, you know, whatevs, bro. They're, they're, they're in just... It's weird I time for I think them. They're, I think their budget dropped and they had to pull out because they weren't going to be able to pay him. Hey, that's possible. I look, <laughs> that is possible. I'm sad it's not him. Great actor. I know that the the racist fanboys on on Twitter were like, "Yeah, now we can get our white guys century." But like, you know, oh I don't God. I don't really care who gets it as long as they do a good job in the role. Sad to see Steve Ewan go, but hopefully that means I, he'll, he'll be doing some other cool I stuff. I definitely think it's a money thing because you're gonna you're trying to have Florence Pugh and Harrison Ford in this. And uh, honestly, also, I do feel like the if I heard they were either going to shoot for the stars with the Kang recast or get that dude who's who's in Rust, uh, who was in uh, Euphoria, Colleen, Colleen Domingo, or is that how you pronounce his name? The old man in, in, in uh, Euphoria? I don't know. The addict, the one who's Rue's homie. Oh, yeah. OK, yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, I think his name's Colleen Domingo, Colleen Domingo. Um, he wouldn't be bad. He wouldn't be bad. And they said it would make him an older Kang, which, you know, I get down with. But the big rumor is they want, but I, I know he's not going to accept it. There's no way he's going to accept it. They People are saying Denzel. And I was like, Denzel's not in Kang, bro. Cut this shit no. out. Cut the shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so moving off of Marvel, the one DC story is that they, there are rumors around the Supergirl casting and oh. who is it's down to. It's down to Millie Alcock. Amelia Jones and Meg Donnelly. Wait, isn't Millie Ad- Adcock? That's a that's that Targaryen that's girl, House huh? Of the Dragon. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Who's the other and one you said? I believe Amelia Jones is Coda. I think Amelia Jones. Let's see. Yes, Amelia Jones was in Coda. Let's see what she's looking like. In Co- not the reporter. <laughs> and um, who's the other one Meg you said? Donnelly. Meg Donnelly. Oh, so they're going like super young. Well, I mean, I guess makes sense. And Meg Donnelly voiced Supergirl in the most recent Justice League Crisis on Infinite Earths. Part oh, one. so they go, wait, wait, didn't you not like Meg Donnelly? I don't know. Who was in Ant Man in the Walls, bro? And no, oh, who that was, was Catherine who Newton. Was, who, oh, bro, they look alike. Okay, my bad, Meg Donnelly. Okay. I thought that was I th- yeah the one that you hated in uh Ant Man Quantumanium. I I've never seen that movie, Lennon. <laughs> what? Wait, bro! No, 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 no. Who? I talked to someone. I thought it was you, and they sh- they shit on whoever was the was the daughter. I, I watched the first half of that movie and I stopped. <laughs> yeah, I thought okay, but did you say the acting of the daughter in that movie was just terrible? I don't think so. I. I, I thought that was they, you. It might be somebody else I'm thinking of. I thought that was, it might have been, might been Rich, but I thought that was you, like, 2,000%. Yeah. I wouldn't be mad at McDonnelly. I like her in, um, she's in that sitcom, uh, All-American, or, um, all, or yeah. American Housewife. American Housewife, that's pretty funny. Yeah, I, would, I wouldn't I um, would be mad at her or Millie Alcock. Yeah, I mean, I would also be fine with Amelia Jones, too. It's just like... Yeah, Supergirl, super whatever, as long as they can act. <laughs> Let's just, exactly. let's just get to it, James. Stop All right, well, let's get, 
So when we get to the trailers, I really only saw Tokyo Vice, so let's only talk about Tokyo. Okay, okay. <laughs> because we have reached the time that we're going to talk about Tokyo Vice season Bro, two. Crazy, it's bad. So glad that it's back. It looks like they ramped it up. I'm a little confused. Okay. Let's, let's start with that. Okay. It looks like me? we've reached such a time jump that, or, or no, I guess we're gonna see it the immediate of what happened with Sato, but it just seems. But then like we go, oh yeah, it, true. It, no, it that, seems that's like the we're point. straying off that that line. So like, so I'm still confused on how we're gonna get back to that first episode, which mm. we've never seen what happened when he goes to the restaurant. Like, doesn't doesn't that like a flash forward that we've never gotten to? Mm, no you're right okay so we're gonna go into a whole different story it looks like so i feel like what's gonna happen is like you said we uh we see the first episode of what happened throughout the episode of the first episode i feel like they're about to do one of them them artsy gangs of london we flash forward to come back to Mm. tell what happened type situation trust me i watched a lot of gangs of london over christmas i finished it season two Oh, I got a lot of good things to say, but that's what it seems like they're going for with Tokyo Vice. My thing is, Michael Mann, your ass better directed some more episodes, brother. Like, that's what we need. I am hyped. But the crazy thing is, not a lot of American uh, places are talking about it. It's a lot of, I see a lot of, like, Japanese, uh, like, oh, uh, okay, Variety talked about it. But, like, not not many of the big name, not like, not many of the, like, things that, like, retweet culture stuff uh, it, retweeted it, if it wasn't for variety and me looking through stories that i would not have even found out that the trailer was out yeah like culture cave discussing film like is, is this the boycott of ansel elgert possibly so. possibly but look i'm just excited for this this is the one show i expected max to cancel when they were going through their cancel spree, right. I thought me and Schubert, like when they canceled winning time, I thought we were fucked. I thought we were fucked, but we are well, back, baby. This is definitely a, a season. Oh, make I or break like. for might, sure. It might, it's make or break, or like <laughs> I hope they give us a, a fitting finale and, that we yeah. don't, that's like not like too big of a cliffhanger. I'm with because, you. Because like it's probably not coming back, but I'm glad that we're going to get this season because it looks dope. It, you know, it looks like we're going to get a lot more action. We're seeing an answer that which we needed like a, lot a lot. Up. We we needed some of that in season. Yeah, and we're so getting into the want, It just made heavy. me want to go rewatch season one. I was like, yeah, I have to to get ready for the new season. I have to. Like more so than with Reacher, because I, I guess I knew with Reacher, like we were totally getting a new story, so that it wasn't really didn't really matter. And see, even with that though, like. With Reacher, as long as you remember, like, the main, the, like, the points of what happened in season one, you're good. And those points get, you know, revitalized in one of the episodes. Yeah, Yeah, rehashed. You get to know some more about it, which we'll talk about when we talk about Reacher, which I thought was great. This, I feel like I got to know the ins and outs of what happened in season one. And we've watched it so long ago. Like, this this came out before Reacher. No, no, no. Reacher came out, like, two years ago. I thought this came out like two, three years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, yeah, I guess that's the thing. Like, I remember watching those two shows in a different place than I live now. So, yeah, it was pretty long ago. Like, for sure. I feel like I wasn't here when I... Oh, no, Tokyo Vice came out in 2022. Okay. But so did Reacher. Reacher came oh. out in January of 2022. Damn. It feels like those shows came out in 2019. Or like 2020, early pod days. Okay. No. 
Jeez. Okay. Well, glad we're back, baby. Fucking Tokyo Vice. Tokyo Vice. It was definitely exciting to find out that that trailer had been out. Because our other show got canceled. Heels. That's the show we watched during Tokyo Heels. Vice. Heels. God, Heels. Heels was such a bad time. It, and it wasn't its fault. Heels. I finally finished it, too, by the way. It, it was a good season. It was better than last season. Yeah, it was. Oh, yeah. I, don't, I guess we never talked about the end of that, but that, no. the end of the season was wild. Yeah, it was nuts! Wild. We needed to know what happened next! It's like, what? fuck, bro. God damn. Yeah, like, that was, that was, finale was insane. Yeah, I it agree. Was one of, it was one of the best seasons of TV I'd seen this year. I, you know what? I'm mad that I did not put that in yeah, in the like, awards conversation with the awards. Like I guess I've to- completely forgot about it because it did get splintered, and we and we did get the bummer of like knowing that it was done. That like mm-hmm. I guess I just didn't. I just forgot. No, you're but, right. Like, I did too. And like I thought, I literally thought about it because someone was like, Lennon, someone mess. I th- wrote on like Iron Claw. Did you see heels? And I was like, bro, what? We review heels, and I was like, oh motherfucker, didn't finish the season. Let me finish it. Finished it. Was like. Damn, this really was one of the best shows of 2023. Easy. Yeah, it was, <laughs> like it was, it was crazy. <laughs> if, you, if you haven't seen it, you need to go and see it. Facts. Like, Big facts. Because like, if, if you're someone who's just catching on to the podcast now and haven't heard us review Heels, oh, you yeah. need to go and watch Heels. Can't tell you what episode number our reviews are, just to be perfectly honest with you. Right. Can't, can't tell you where it's at. If you want to go dig, it's, it's in there. Deep in there. It's in there. <laughs> we got 200 plus episodes, but yeah, no. Well, welcome in to new listeners. Heels is great. <laughs> all right, Lincoln. So Vanderpump Villa. Love it. What's it all about? What is what is Scandaval? Okay, so first off, I don't think you need to know about Scandaval for Vanderpump Villa. I feel like Vanderpump Villa is Lisa Vanderpump's attempt at creating another show that's just as popular as Vanderpump Rules in case these bitches can't get their act together and think they're too pop and post scandal just in case they can't get their shit together and we got to cancel that show we got vanderpump villa i feel like this is a backup plan on the low of lisa vanderpump making sure she's still in the bravo tv sphere getting on hulu yeah facts this is her getting some independent of andy cohen money okay okay (laughs) <laughs> that's what so, I totally yeah. feel this is. I, I'm sure some people from Vanderpump Rules will come in, but no, this is going to be like a new like place that Lisa owns with a new cast of people, and it's going to be about their can, lives. Can they create the same drama? That's what we're going to see. That's what is, we're going to see. Is that what the show is about? Is it like just drama? Um, it's about. I mean, it's these people living. I'm wait. I'm pretty sure they live there. I'm pretty sure like uh, this is like. They live at this bed and breakfast style. Yeah, so yeah, this is like curated experiences and they run it at this villa. Some, some, I, I don't know if they live there. That, that didn't get answered. But yeah, it's pretty much the drama of the workers. Below deck, essentially. Wait, wait, wait. So they work at like an immersive experience place? Yeah, Lisa owns this. Wait, so like they have to pretend to be other people? Hold on, I don't know about that. <laughs> it's okay. Wait. Okay. So, what is the immersive experience? Let's see. Um, um welcome to Vanderpump Villa. Vanderpump says, "Stay a room full of staff." Currently, I selected you. Wait. Let's see. 
Um, oh, can you hurry up and tell us what the hell this is? Oh, here we go. The series will follow the staff of Vanderpump's Friendship State, Chateau Rosabelle, while they work to provide their guests luxurious state in the south of France. The group will encounter rivalries, romances, wild adventures as they live and work together. So they do work together. It does sound like it's going to be this French chateau experience where they might have to dress up and do shit. This is this is kind of funny. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So the, the people who are on Vanderpump aren't famous. No. They're famous. Randoms. They're famous for being on Vanderpump. Just like Jersey Shore people. So they were like below deck workers. Like they, they were, were like they were servers. Yeah, that were servers at a restaurant. Lisa oh. worked. Lisa worked. Lisa was I thought from this was like some like real housewives kind of stuff. Where it was just okay. rich people. No, but Lisa is from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. So she got she saw that her her young people that were working at her restaurant were getting, you know, attention for how good they looked. And she was like, we could turn this into a show. So, yes, all of these people were just wait staff at a restaurant and it followed their lives at the restaurant. But then they became famous from the show and then they stopped working at the restaurant and started doing can they be rich and successful while they're, you know, just on the show and we see their lives. Oh. Yeah, what'd you think it was? You thought it was like they were just rich. They were like socialites. No, 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 no. They started off as like like waiters and bartenders. Oh. <laughs> yeah. But they're not that now. They're far from that now. Well, that's why I was like, I because Ariana Maddox or whatever, she does she was like the host of Love Island for a while. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. She's, been, she's been famous for like a long time. And I just thought that like she was just like some rich girl who's on a show with a bunch of, uh, other, no, bunch she, of other rich people. No, she started as a bartender. She she was a bartender for a minute. Wild. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, fucking Tom Schwartz is from Florida, some hick town in Florida. <laughs> His parents are dirt poor. All right, well, there it is. And so, like, now we move into a show that I thought was, I guess what I thought Vanderpump Rules was, White Lotus. No. <laughs> oh yeah, it is gonna be like the White Lotus Resort <laughs> for sure. Um, but the word So I guess kind of like White Lotus. Yeah, facts. Um, but but White Lotus season three is growing. The third season has added some new cast members, including Leslie Bibb, Dom Hetricool, Jason Isaacs, Ooh. Michelle Monaghan, Parker Posey, um, and Tame Thap Them Thong. Um, okay. They also that also includes Natasha Rothwell, who is returning in her role from Belinda from season one, and Carrie Coon has also been added to the cast. Oh, so. love a good Carrie Coon showing. The question is, so can Jason the, Isaacs be funny? <laughs> is he gonna he be serious? Be. Yeah, true. He doesn't have to be. Not a lot of names I, I recognize in this besides Michelle Monaghan. But I think it would be funnier if Jason Isaacs was like almost like that. Uh, Theo James character of the last season mm, was like okay. laughing, like joking, but then like mm. maybe has like a dark side. You know? uh, uh, he's gonna be the villain. <laughs> you, you don't cast Jason's Isaac serious ass and not make him the villain. Fair enough. Um, but there, that show's gonna begin production in uh, Bangkok, Thailand, and and Phuket. Oh, okay. So uh, and that's gonna they're gonna start doing that in February. So oh, I nice. Notice season three about the film 
Um, the Last of Us had two big castings. Season two cast uh, Beef Star Young Manzino as Jesse and Caitlin Deaver as Abby. Oof, Caitlin Deaver, be careful. The vitriol from the game. There's a lot of people who don't like Abby. Hope you don't get that backlash, girl. Well, if she doesn't get backlash or if like she doesn't pull off asshole, if she doesn't have if people aren't hating her, then she's not doing good. True, true. That's true. People are not supposed to like this character at all. And I think Caitlin Deaver could pull that off. I think she yeah, for sure. She's great. She's not a bad, um, she's she's one of the best young people out there. Definitely. Um, so Paul Thomas Anderson has assembled an all-star cast for his next movie, which is likely to be the most expensive of his career. Oscar winners Leonardo DiCaprio and Sean Penn will appear in this film. They oh, will be joined by Regina Hall. I'm going to have to watch this fucking movie. And I didn't think I was going to watch his next movie after licorice fucking pizza. Uh, Warner Brothers will produce. It's set to start this month in California. What? And the new Anderson Project has a contemporary setting and will be an ensemble piece, according to the source in the production. I watched this gonna be like one of our favorite movies. PTA coming it's, with a homer. I feel yeah, I feel like it's gonna be some kind of like contemporary um what's that movie? Pulp fiction. May not yeah. be like violent. But I mean might like, not be, be as like, violent, but it's gonna be crime involved, ensemble. that type of shit. Yeah. That's what yeah. I'm feeling from this. And Leo needs one of those. Leo hasn't been in one of those in a minute. So like he could use it. And then having Regina Hall, it's gonna be funny in, in this. You don't put Regina Hall in this. And and not have this not not have it be a little funny. Yeah, so I think um interesting movie lining up up there. I haven't really this first we're really hearing about it. True. Uh, I didn't know he was titled. coming back. So we we you know, we'll see what happens. Uh so Tom Cruise has signed a deal with Warner Brothers. Good for um, him. And <laughs> this he the new deal, he will develop and produce theatrical films. They are gonna be a mix of original productions and franchise fare. And uh, Cruz has worked with Warner Brothers before, um, but it's been a decade since he appeared in Edge of Tomorrow. He's also popped up in such Warner Brothers releases as Magnolia, Rock of Ages, and Eyes Wide Shut, an interview with a vampire. So Tom Cruise working with Warner Brothers from now. Well, I guess it was the they say exclusive now. Just he's going to be doing some movies with Warner Brothers. Good for him. You know, I hope. Um, you know, like my thing is, you signed him so late in his life. Like, what are you expecting to get from sixty plus year old Tom? Well, Curry? London. <laughs> he signs with Warner Brothers. That includes a mix of original productions mm-hmm. and franchise fare. Okay. So tell me, what role in DC will Tom Cruise play? God, I don't. I don't want him to play one. I don't want him to play one at this point. And I know what everyone's thinking. Put a Miss Hal Jordan. Let's do it. No. And I'm like, I don't want that. I don't want any of that. I don't want any of that. He's going to play something. Hopefully, James is going to make it like a comedy, a joke. But knowing that, that's not going to happen. Yeah, I want him to play like a villain. Mm-hmm. Like, I would like, I would think that he would be really interesting to play like a major villain. I just can't think of I mean, I mean, would Tom Cruise be a bad death stroke? If we get old Slade. That's what I'm saying. Old man Slade. Like, you're getting older. Let's get some salt and pepper in there, Tom. And he gets to be an action star. Then he he gets to be an action star. Don't have to do too much. Might not even have to show your face sometimes. But he will, of course. (laughs) But, I mean, 
That's the only thing I could see him doing. I don't want him as no superhero. This is what I'm saying. Like, I could have seen him as, like, you know, Sean Gunn's already cast as it, but he could have been Maxwell Lord. Could have been. Could have been. Could have been. Wouldn't have been bad either. Like, that's where he needs to be. You know, he could be some version of, you know. Agent Faraday. (laughs) Agent Faraday. Watching Justice League Unlimited on Netflix. (laughs) He he could be something. But that's what I'm saying. When you include Franchise Fair, you have to think, what what does Warner Brothers have in Franchise Fair? DC. Is he going to be in Harry Potter? Fuck no. (laughs) (laughs) No, that'd be, I mean, hey, you're right. I mean, shit. Does he reboot no Warner Brothers action movie, like an old Warner Brothers like at old action property? I'm sure there are like some, but I'm see. sure. But yeah, we have you have to do some digging on that. Yeah, that I think I think this is spot, this is yeah. this is going to be something to watch for sure. For sure. Um, so Jake, so Jacob Elordi, he's going to be in the new Frankenstein's monster movie. Dude is moving. Guillermo del Toro. It's a Netflix film. And he's taking over for Andrew Garfield, who ended up getting out of the role during the strike. My guy is working, boy. He is working. Yeah, he was. Uh, we'll talk about Saltburn in a little while. Mm-hmm. Jake Lordy was a big part of that, but um, he's definitely on the rise. Facts. So C- CBS has ordered an NCIS prequel, and it will focus on the young L- Leroy Jethro Gibbs. Uh, C- NCIS Origins will air during the 2024 and 25 season. The show will be set in 1991 with Mark Hammond, who plays Gibbs, who's played Gibbs for nearly two decades, serving as the narrator. Oh shit! In this series, Gibbs starts his career as a newly minted special agent at a fledgling NCIS Camp Pendleton office, where he forges his place as a gr- on a gritty ragtag team led by NCIS legend Mike Franks. Okay. Nah, see, they might pull me into this. God damn it. That sounds pretty good. Oh my gosh. That NCIS movie style, <laughs> Yeah, I'm not a big NCIS fan, but like, that's like, yo, come check out Young Mariska Hargitay in Law and Order SVU before the U. <laughs> before the U. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty wild that this is like the concept they're rolling with. It's probably going to be, yeah, people are going to watch it too. Yeah, those NCIS junkies are definitely going to watch this shit. They go to Comic-Cons yeah. to see this guy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not gonna say, I'm not saying NCIS is a bad show. It is just, you know, not so my procedural. Team. Yeah, it's not mine yeah. either. But like, I think this is interesting for people who like that show, though. Uh, so Samuel L. Jackson is set to star in the upcoming Peacock True Crime Limited series, Fight Night, The Million Dollar Heist. Sam the keeps us or- fed, baby. <laughs> this show was ordered at series at Peacock in December with Kevin Hart attached to star and executive oh, no. produce. No, um, oh, it is based on the it is based on the podcast Fight Night which was produced by Will Packer along with iHeart Podcasts and Doghouse Pictures. The series will be set in Atlanta in 1970. The official description states that it will tell the infamous story of how an armed robbery during the night of Muhammad Ali's historic 1970 comeback fight changed not only one man's life, but an entire city's destiny. God damn it. See, that sounds good. Why is Kevin involved? Fuck! (laughs) Because he's got that Peacock NBC money. God damn! And you know when Kevin Hart gets in something, it it just drops a little bit because <laughs> it's got that funny twinge on it. Fuck. Yeah. <sighs> so I'm gonna watch I, this though. At least give it a shot. At least look at the trailer to catch a vibe. Yeah. 
that's going to be the, the key the key is vibe at first i thought i got excited about this because i thought it was going to be a doc oh oh and then and I'd then i saw that kevin hart was going to star in it and i was like oh okay when you first started I, I reading thought, i thought he was just producing an arc no no i'm yeah i mean like i thought he was just producing a doc and that was when i found out about this three weeks ago like this is gonna this was something that was going to be on the podcast a, long, a while back but it got pushed because i was like oh this is lame and now samuel jackson's attached and i'm like well now nah, it's pretty maybe it's watchable <laughs> maybe it's me yeah look at, it's split into three paragraphs in our notes and each one i just got progressively sadder <laughs> so my thing is just like if Sam if 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 there's some good good other actors besides Kevin Hart I can get down with this. But it's just like oh, Kevin. For our last story Selena Gomez will play Linda Rodson upcoming biopic. Oh. Um, the biopic is currently in pre-production and um it's a produced by the people who produced the 1920 or the 19 the 2019 documentary Linda Rodstadt, The Sound of My Voice. She's so. trying to get into... Okay, so let me ask you. Selena Gomez, to me, I never viewed Only Murders in the Building as like a big show, but apparently like a lot of big people show. watch it. Is yeah. she a star again? No. No? Okay. I was about to say. She is a celebrity. Okay, but she's still like the Disney Channel girl we know. And is doing app. No, she's beyond that. She's, oh, she's like actress, singer, mogul. Oh, she's like, okay. She, because she's famous because like I I watch her HBO show. Okay. The the cooking show. Okay. Yeah. Okay. She's friends with major players. She's you know now she's dating Benny Blanco, which is huge. True. True. Benny so Blanco. she she's just a, she's just a socialite essentially. She is a celebrity. Okay. Who has a TV show and is. Is she Rihanna Taylor Swift level? She's under that. Just under that. Gotcha. Well, if this movie's big, she could, you know, this could catapult her into like big name actor. I mean, she'd have a big show and now this. Yeah, like I think she's like celebrity to the point where like, let's say her her legacy is not Rihanna Taylor Swift. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have a different legacy. But yeah. she's she's super popular. I think this is going to be really big for her because this like, is a this big chance. Like, this this is a pop off for her. Like if she can do this and this is really good and like it's mm-hmm. critically acclaimed, like this opens the door for her. Really, that puts her to the level that like you know she wants to be at because right. because right now she's still you know Disney champ. We know her for her Disney stuff, but she's still famous. But like, is she like a famous actress? No. Or a singer. Yeah. Like, or, and and not even thing. singer, because, like, the music she makes is, like, whatever. It's just poppy shit. She's not Taylor so, Swift. So, like, that's, like, her thing right now. It's, like, if this is her, like, making a foray. It's, like, oh, I want to be an actress. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm with you. Okay. That's why I asked. Uh, that's why I asked. So, back to our renewed, canceled portion, London's new favorite segment. Gosh, bro. This is so sad. Our flag means death is canceled after its second season at max. Oh, I didn't watch this. The wannabe uh show on FX that you love only only in the shadows or whatever. Right. It's uh it was a pirate parody comedy. I didn't see the second season. Mm-hmm. They had Taika Ratiti in it. Yeah, I mean all the Taika stuff has been bad recently, man. Taika's kind of <laughs> burnt out. I'm just saying. Like he hasn't put he hasn't put a hit out in a minute. 
Um, so Chuck Lorre's comedy Bookie was renewed at Max, and that's oh. that stars Sebastian Maniscalco. We talked about it on the pod before. Maybe it's time to give it a give, it a, time to give it a watch. Yeah, okay. Uh, Minx canceled out Stars after it was rescued. I liked it. It was pretty good. That's so, the porn thing, huh? Can, yeah, you can still yeah. catch season two on Stars now. Okay. Yeah, I didn't watch um, season two, but like season one. And uh, Michelle Yeoh's American Born Chinese canceled one season in. Could have told Disney you that was going to happen. No one watches Disney Plus. People are no. barely watching Percy Jackson. I'm glad they put it on Hulu because if not, I well, was. Yeah, they put watching. it on Hulu. I was like, damn, like. If you're gonna put all your stuff on Hulu now, then why do I have Disney Plus? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. That's what I'm saying. They realize, see, they're realizing that man, people don't want to pay for this. Why don't we just, we just up the price of Hulu just a smidge? We can give them all that other content too. Yeah, so. it might, might be the better option. Hey, anyway, that gets us to movie on the rise. It is that time for the segment of the show where we give you one movie or TV show or multiple that's come out this week or that's been out for a little bit that we think you should watch and Schubert I'll go first because this is where I saw the best reality content have you ever heard of a network called Zeus Network no Zeus Network was founded by Daystorm Power Amanda Cerny and one King Botch and you know they had it it was their thing for a while but then some former BT exec who had some money bought it partnered with some reality TV people from the reality TV space and turned it into what it is today. There's this, there's multiple shows called baddie South, which is a bunch of girls, baddies, bad girls, uh, baddies, bad boys, Houston, bad boys, New York, baddies, Los Angeles. Schubert, when I tell you this, some of the best reality TV show I've seen ever. They fucking fight. It's not like love and hip hop. It's not like some of these other shows where we just gonna throw a glass of water on you. No, we're hooking Jerry style. And then the, and the security breaks us up and they let us go in the grass and we fight some more, baby. This shit is trash. The trash is of trash, but it's gold in those trash hills, ladies and gents. It is gold for $4.99. Zeus is the best thing my girlfriend ever brought into this house besides my dog. This is amazing. Oh my God. <laughs> Are you, did you Google this? Did you Google yeah, baddies? I'm like, I'm Network right or, Orlando Brown is in Bad Boys South, my brother. <laughs> From like, as a character? Yes. They, they go and get him out of jail and put him in the what? Bad Boy house. What the heck? <laughs> Bad Boys Texas. Yeah, that's where he's at. <laughs> Bad Boys. Oh, I Texas. see him. Yeah. I see his ass. They got him out of jail, bro. That shit is hilarious. It is the best. <laughs> it is the best. <laughs> but then I see like Baddies audition. Like, what did they audition for? They auditioned to be on the show Baddies, but me and Curse think that <laughs> me and yeah, they do yeah no this show's insane but we think they all get together in the house and me and curse think that they escorting them hoes or they're they're like an only fans hub because they go and do club visits and they're like yeah we got to get money when we go to the club aka get <laughs> men to wanna buy our only fans Damn. Yo, baddies is wild, bro. And then they'll show them like touch each other's pussies on the fucking club. 
Like, no, bro. This shit is crazy. This shit mm. is insane. When I tell you, me and Curtis were flabbergasted yesterday. She when I watched from 5 to 10 p.m., five hours straight, I was enthralled. Incredible. <laughs> oh, I don't think I'd be able to watch this. <laughs> <laughs> when, I, when I get my own account, I'll send you the login. Oh, oh god. Oh my gosh. It's hilarious, bro. It is fucking hilarious. Also, uh Book of Clarence is out. So I heard that was pretty Clarence. good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't really have anything for movie on the rise. I did notice that on Peacock they do have Catching Kelsey. And I kind of want to see what sort of mess that was. Oh, the OG. Yeah, embarrassing for him. That was disgusting. Embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> I watched the first episode and I'm just like, dude, who is this guy? Not him. Well, this? Yeah. Well, Crazy. it was really funny. Like his whole his whole deal was like, yeah, you know, I'm I'm a big time football player. I just got my like my bag. Like he, the season they do it on the first episode, they go to his contract extension party. Oh yeah, he just right? got paid. He, He's like, I gotta yeah. find someone to love so they don't take advantage. of yeah, he was like, he's. He, I got to find someone who's going to fit my lifestyle because not only am I like, I do my stuff on the field. I love like going out to promotional events and like being a celebrity. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, this dude was like, in 2016, <laughs> knew he wanted to be with Taylor Swift. That's like, yeah, he's, exactly. he's doing, he knows exactly what he's doing right now. Big time. This is exactly what he wanted. Big time. Um, but yeah. That's hilarious. Wanna, Y'all check that out. Catch too. that mess. Oh shit! I'm glad I brought baddies, and this has been out for a bit. I'm glad I brought that to the thing. It's insane, bro. They were scrapping. Oh yeah, if you know Blueface and Krayshawn, that's how they got famous from baddies. Krayshawn oh, really? was on. Yeah, Krayshawn was on baddies fighting a bunch of bitches. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Damn, it didn't look like it had been going for that long. I mean, like two seasons maybe. Mm. So you know, but that's where she got popular. But all right. Let's talk about the best show in television. Young Reacher, man. It's been incredible. And I know I'm going to skip the skip something, but the fact that they brought Finley back touched my soul. Touched my fucking yeah. soul. I think it was necessary, too, because, like, you know, the one lady on the team, I can't remember her name. Neely? But she, Neely. She was on last season. But, like, mm-hmm. other than that, like, there's barely, before they do the recap, like we mentioned earlier on, like you really don't have a lot of connection to the last season. Oh yeah, so not it was much. nice to have Finley come in. You need a Neely to too. Like. like that's the thing. Like Neely's his OG. So am right. I? I've been saying in our Discord. I think someone's gonna betray him. I still, I still kind of think that, but I don't think it's Neely. Like I, I really don't. I, I don't think Neely will betray him. My guess was always McDonald or O'Donnell. He just yeah. seemed like a ski shoes. It's probably gonna be the one. The woman. His love. Yeah. I hope not, because then then next season's gonna be sad as shit. Because like, think about it. Richard's That's what they're kind of building be, to, honestly. He's he's not gonna be able to to keep the girl. He doesn't have a house. No. And like, and after the stuff with O'Donnell, where we saw his family or whatever, I was like, oh, this dude. Okay, but can I tell you the scene where O'Donnell's kid called his burner? That was sus to me. I felt like O'Donnell had that someone calling his phone, and like he didn't want to tell Reacher. I don't think that was his kid. That's why I thought he was a traitor. But you you're right. The girl got traitor vibes too, though. Like I just didn't want to say it. Yeah, but 
damn do I love every scene she's in. She's great. Yeah, she is. She is. Didn't know she was Medusa in the in the uh in humans. Didn't know that. Glad she got out of that shit. But <laughs> um also uh oh boy from Peacemaker, the Terminator homie, he's been killing it oh, too. Yeah. Yeah, he's been really good. I really love the the wire cop. Oh, know? Dominic. Yeah. You you saw a new one? You saw a new episode? Yeah. Oh yeah, he's done. He's dead. Dude, he went out he went out though saving that kid and not being dirty. That was his thing. He was like, I'm not a dirty yeah. cop. I'm not a dirty cop, Reacher. Yeah, so you know, good for him. He gets to go out on top. But I was You think Swan's there. alive? Yeah, yeah. Do you think you, you think Swan is good or bad? In... After this last episode, I'm like, oh, is he good? Yeah, I don't. I, I feel like that's something Reacher's got like, to deal with. But if yeah, he is oh. good, then one of them's definitely a traitor. I'll say that. I could see right. them not being a traitor if Swan's bad and like you know they just go the normal route of the, the show. other reason. I think it's the girl too. Is like how did how did she and Neely survive mm. when they were like out there? Like they like. That's a good point. That's a good point. She has done some sus shit, too. She has. I'll give you that. That's fair. Oh, man. I just... O'Donnell. I hope it's not him, though, because I, like you said, I like this family. Family seemed good, but maybe that's why they showed him to him, because he's in too deep. He has a family. Maybe. Like, you know. Oh, no. When's the new sure. episode come out? I feel like Friday. we're missing six. Oh, Friday. Friday. Oh, that's so far away. Yeah. I think we got two more. Yeah. Okay. But great season so far. I mean, not much really to say than what we have in our it unless you got it's carrying the TV space. Yeah, and it that's, is. That's the thing. But uh, it's it's really solid. Really great acting. Really great action. Yeah, great action. Some of the stuff. Reacher throwing the barbecue pit into the car. Reacher kicking <laughs> the car. Bring the airbag out. Um, when they yeah, fought that like, biker gang, that that fight yeah. scene against the biker gang was badass. The fight scene with the him and the girl. Gang. On on that when they put them people under the cement, that was badass. Yeah, when they bust into the house. Yep, 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 yep. When they take it down like a surgical SWAT team. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was that was badass wow. as well. So no great at look, Reacher's honestly best action show on TV. So I'm excited to finish this up. Yeah, you know it just p- pushes Amazon through in the uh, the streaming wars. It was like what we talked about in, in the awards show. That you know, you had Amazon as your streamer of the year, and it's like if you could, if Reacher and Invincible would have had full seasons on Amazon last year, then they would have been undisputed. Bags, and then like, I mean, what were the other movie about to talk about? Starburn. Like, I'm we get to watch some of these Oscar things on Amazon. Like, it's just it's huge. Amazon's just putting out good content. And Mr. and Mrs. Smith drops this year. I know we'll do our 2024 in a little bit, but like, and like uh, next week. But Amazon got some fire coming out still later this year. So let's talk about Saltburn. Oh, what a fucking nuts. crazy movie. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Uh, uh, yeah, bro. Eric Yogan can't look at you the same anymore, brother. <laughs> you can't? I, I cannot. That cum guzzler. <laughs> because I thought that I thought that it proved to me that he could do Joker. Oh, definitely. That's what I'm saying. I can't look at him the same anymore. Dude's crazy. Yeah, I, I think, like, if anything made me excited about that, I was like, oh, this guy can do it. Oh, he's a great actor? No, no, look. The way that he systematically took down each person of the family was Chef's Kiss. Magical. Right. It's, you know, definitely a good twist that came. 
mm-hmm. at the end. Um, I really enjoyed it. You know, the, there's a lot of conversations swirling around where like people don't think it's as good as advertised or like you know Oscar picture. But, I don't I mean, think I it's think like it's a. Pretty, I don't think it's like a best. Movie. I don't think it's like a best picture, but I think it's a good yeah, I mean, movie. It's not, it's not promising young woman, but. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like we're talking Emerald Fennel, like you know, yeah, it's not, like it's not it's, it's not, not Emerald's best film, yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, it's like, but it's solid. Yeah. Yeah, it's Barbie, Barbie wasn't Little Woman. Yeah. yeah, and honestly, this is something that'll get her name in the pop culture. That's what she. That's what I think is more important because people will not remember Emerald Fennel because of this movie and not Promising Young Woman. This will get her like. More, more clout, and you know, for her next movie, people will be like, "Damn, that's a Saltburn girl." Right. So. Yeah. So I think like it's a good move. I think everyone involved is good. You know. Oh yeah, Jacob, big Jacob for Jacob Elordi. Yeah, dude's becoming um, like one of the best young young actors. I don't think he's officially put his name in the Pattinson Driver, uh, Kalua. Uh, John David Washington. I don't think he's put Timothy Chalamet. I don't think he's put his name in that mix yet. I think he's a tier under with Austin Butler. Yeah. I think like him and Austin um, Butler are fighting to get into that next tier now. Yeah, I thought Richard E. Grant was great. Yeah, he was. <laughs> yeah. Old man Saulburn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, you know, really, really interesting movie i watched it on new year's eve so it was a weird way to end the yeah year. what a wow jeez how how grotesque how taken back were you at some of the some of the scenes that old old, old man mean, was the doing. bathroom was pretty wild that was nuts like, i was like oh my me. the bathtub is, is the one for me yeah um, Eesh. Eesh. but even how he got that. even how he scammed the black guy I was just like damn he got your ass <laughs> The one yes. I felt bad for was the sister. That's the one yeah. I felt bad for. Everyone else was just like, eh, you got got. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't tell the stuff with the sister because I was like, I was like, wait, is she like into him? Into him for real? Like, I can't, I couldn't tell. So I was like, I didn't know about that one. But I like that actress too. I think she's on the come up. She should be. She should be. I'll give you that. I'm not mad at that. Uh, um. So... I guess that wraps up everything you're talking about Saltburn. Like, I thought I knew when that opening credit scene happened where it had like all the squiggly lines and all that mm-hmm. with a big S on it. I was like, oh, this is going to be some artsy. I was like, this shows, this movie's going to be wild. Like, you don't do this if you didn't like make a movie that is like insane. Like, that is an insane, insane like, it, it's, it does all the artsy Tumblr shit with doing like, the ter- and this is like their version of Tarantino cutting off an ear or doing all that gore. This is because this is basically gore, in my opinion. It's just a different style. It's like it's sensationalized shit that makes people talk. That's what that was. That's what a lot of Saltburn was. But I mean, it was good though. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I'd say stellar acting, stellar direction, good movie. Okay, yeah. story. <laughs> okay, story. Cause, cause the thrilling aspect was, I thought it was funnier than it was thrilling. I yeah, I would agree with that. Like, I thought I had found myself like kind of chuckling along the way. Mm-hmm. Like, um, so you know, it's not like world breaking. It's definitely not something that's getting missed in our but award season. If so. you got some, if you don't have nothing to watch and you want to just watch something, Saltburn's passed the time pretty well. 
yeah it's definitely something i feel like um if you want to be in the pop culture pop culture scene at the moment you need to make sure you see that yeah have that to talk at the water coolers for sure right so but you watch the one piece no i was just looking right now i'm on a thousand and seven because the new shit is gosh the new at the new anime stuff i gotta give them a just a round of applause for one piece is gonna be on netflix now like weekly the new shit that's crazy netflix is like so bought into one piece they're gonna be airing the new anime stuff as crunchyroll releases and japan releases it netflix is gonna do it the first thing they've ever done a simulcast with japan this is insane that is wild so one piece is mainstream now like 100 percent for sure and you know i hope that doesn't change anything yeah yeah i hope not well i mean i i'll say this netflix won't have any say in like what what happens with the anime no, no. yeah like zero so only thing they'll have a say on is their adaptation they're doing because you know they're redoing east blue but with like a better animation studio with like wit or some shit I, i've heard that yeah <laughs> so they'll have that and then they'll have say in like their live action but other than that you know the core anime will be okay but It'll be interesting to see if Netflix pays to have their own version of One Piece like throughout the whole thing with their anime. I'll be interested in that. I feel like if they do do that anime, it would be beneficial for them to get similar voice actors. Yeah, they to need to. For, to no, similar voice actors for their their live action. Oh, would you would you like ask your live gonna, actors like if, to do the dub? I you can't expect them to. Yeah, I mean, unless you want to pay, but, I mean, they could pay them. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I mean, like, you know, it, I wouldn't say that you have to, but I would say, like, get someone who has a comparable accent. Yeah, get another Portuguese yeah. actor. I'm with you. I'm Dude, with you on Luffy. that. That would so, be because a good then call. That, that creates continuity between uh-huh. your between universes. your things. Yeah, facts, 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 facts. I'm with you on that. Okay, but yeah, that's all um, I had. But yeah, so that wraps things up for this episode of the Bros Who Binge podcast. Um. When and let everyone know what's going on with the Bros and Thing Network. Yeah, man. If you haven't checked out the Iron Claw review, if you haven't checked out the awards, if you haven't checked out any of the stuff we've dropped, go check it out. But this week, the latest Bros Who Think podcast will be out. Running back is is gonna be back. Um, I don't know if me and Jazz are doing anime talk this weekend or early next. Anime talk will be out in a couple days. So and um, as well as the work shoot show. So be sure to check out all the pods. We're back, baby. Yeah. Definitely check out every, all of our podcasts. Definitely check out last week's Bros Who Binge Awards. Um, check if you're listening on podcasts, go check it out on YouTube. Give that some clicks. Facts been doing um, well on YouTube. Gotta give it to it. So we'll be shout out to the YouTube people. I'm glad y'all like bingers. Glad that you got the latest episode as well. Yeah. So I hope everyone out there has a great week. Next week we will talk about uh, our most anticipated. Mm-hmm. So. Tune in next week, and as always, keep binging.